welcome back to Zillennials Podcast. Today on Zillennials, we're going to be chatting about gardening. So, I don't know about you, Lian, but I feel like I have tried and failed at gardening more times than I can count. What has your experience been like with gardening? So, I wanted to start it off when I was like little because my mom would always garden. She'd get flowers and do little vegetables and stuff like that. And I remember I had this little, I don't know, it was kind of like a garden bed, but it was in the ground. So when she went to the flower store in the spring, I could pick out flowers to put in my garden. And I feel like my garden really just meant I picked out the flowers because I'm pretty sure she probably took care of them. Maybe I helped with weeding, but I was also like, this was when I was very little. So I'm like, you're only going to like weed for so long when you're like six. So that was fun because I had my own little garden. And then in terms of my own plants. Okay, here's my hot take. And I think from what my mom told me, my uncle kind of agrees and he knows a lot about plants and gardening. Everyone tells people to get succulents because they're easy and they're not. I've killed every single succulent I've ever owned. Really? Which is three. Dang. I have never owned a succulent, even though I do agree that they are very, very cute. I think you're right. I think that's like what people like to start off with, especially like I picture it and I'm like, you know, you're in your college dorm. You watch a plant, but not like a big plant because there's not that much space. You get a succulent. So I feel like succulents are definitely like what people like to start with. I think when I was a kid, I never really had a garden of my own, kind of like you were talking about. I just kind of helped out with the gardening that my parents were doing, which my dad is super into plants. He loves plants. So we would sometimes go out and help him with weeding. A lot of the times, like anytime we got mulch, he would have us put the mulch down. So we did that a lot. A lot of it was like just like maintaining though. We would water the plants, etc. When I was a kid, I hated gardening. And the reason why is because I'm terrified of bees. So as you can imagine, there were lots of flowers around our house. And I would sometimes be tasked with watering the flowers. And I hated it because I was like, oh my gosh, there are so many bees. I'm going to get stung. So that was the only real like negative I had about gardening is just like that fear of bees made it very difficult for me to actually like gardening as a kid. I think as a kid, because I think a lot of kids are attracted to bright, colorful things. I love the flowers and that part. I was not as big of a fan of the maintenance because to be honest, I feel like if you're even if you're into gardening, like no one likes gardening because they like weeding. True. I think that maintenance is also like more than you would think it is, especially because you don't want to wait until it gets so bad that you like have to spend hours upon hours upon hours weeding and doing whatever you need to to take care of your garden. Like it's something where it's like you gradually need to go and like fix it up every once in a while, like once a week, etc. Because otherwise it's just going to pile up and it's going to be way too much. It's not going to be good. Well, it's like my mom talks about how in the summer it's almost like having a whole nother house because it's like you have your inside chores, but then you have all the outside chores too because you have to weed, you have to water, you have to mow the lawn, all that kind of thing. So it's a lot of work. And so that's kind of where my current thought about now, this is more like outdoor gardening, like in the ground that I'm talking about. But I'm like, I really like the outcome. I just don't know if the amount of time and work it takes is how I want to be spending my time. That's fair. I think that that makes a lot of sense. I personally do not have an outdoor space in which to garden currently. So any gardening that I'm doing is in my apartment. So I have a couple of pots that I have for gardening. So far, 
I've had very mixed success. I've tried growing herbs three or four times and each time they've died, but I have one strand of basil that's doing well right now and one little stalk of cilantro that's doing well. So I'm crossing my fingers that they do not die and they continue to do well because they're my last hope. And then I also, ooh, the other day, so I was looking it up because I was like, I want to see what foods I can grow from my grocery store when I buy food because I buy fresh food fairly often. I was like, you know, when I buy food, like I want to be able to take those seeds and harvest the seeds so that like I can use them and I can plant them. And so I was looking it up because I wanted to grow bell peppers because I eat bell peppers often enough that I was like, yeah, this would be super beneficial to grow bell peppers. Like I should do that. Apparently you can only grow them from the red bell peppers because the other ones are not ripe yet. Ooh, I knew that whole thing because there, there's a whole, you know, the green, the yellow, the orange, the red, and how I remember when I learned it, I don't know how old I was, but I remember I was like kind of shocked when they was like, oh, it's all the same pepper, just in various stage of ripeness, mm-hmm. which makes sense because I never really liked green peppers that much because I thought they were too bitter, which makes sense because they're not as ripe. So they didn't have enough time for like, I don't know, whatever makes it sweet. The sugars, the natural sugars. Yeah. So I'm currently growing those. I actually have them right here. So I'm going to like move them into frames so you can see them. Oh, they're doing pretty well. They are. There's definitely water in the bottom that I totally just spilled. Oops. Well, maybe I'm overwatering them a little because that's a lot of water in the bottom. Maybe I should drain that out. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> but yeah, so they're doing pretty well. I had planted a whole bunch at first because I was like, I just want some to grow. Like if it's anything like my cilantro and my basil, half of them will die off anyway. So I was like, it's okay. Literally like none of them died off. When Angela and Kate were here, I had to pick them out gradually to uh, try to weed out any of the weaklings. They saw me. I had to take out like several on a daily basis just so that I could get it down to like, you know, an acceptable number. So now I have, I think like 10 in there. So I still need to get rid of more. But I'm a little bit scared because how do you pick the appropriate one? So I don't know. I guess the one that looks a little scrawny. That's what I've been doing. It's been working out okay so far. So that's how things have been going with the bell peppers. They've been going pretty well. I also got seeds for banana peppers and Thai chilies and jalapenos. So I'm going to try to grow those because my thing about living in an apartment is I think I just want to grow as much edible food as I can. Whatever I'm growing here, I want it to be something that I can consume And it saves me a trip to the grocery store. Okay, question. Since you're inside, are you going to have to pollinate them yourselves then? Yes. Because, okay, one year my mom and I grew pumpkins, which if we're being fair, I think she did most of the work. But what we didn't know when we planted them, because my uncle grew pumpkins, so he knows a bunch of stuff, is that I think with squash too. But there's like male and female flowers on the pumpkin. Mm Mm-hmm. And you have to like make sure the male flower goes onto like the female flower. I didn't know the flowers were like quote gendered i just thought they were just kind of flowers and like because i i swear i remember in science class where they're like it has what is it like the the steamen with the pollen and then i just thought they all had both parts and then just somehow the fruit or vegetable came out but it's like you can tell because on the bottom of the female flower it's like this little teeny tiny round like globe thing and then that's what turns into the pumpkin oh that's pretty neat Yeah, I knew that there were like male and female flowers, but I don't think I learned that necessarily in like science class. 
I think that I learned that when I heard something about flowers being pr- planted in cities. I came across this thing once and they were talking about how almost all of the uh, trees that are planted in cities are male trees. And they were like, yeah, it's because, I don't know, I guess they just didn't want to have fruit growing everywhere and whatnot. But they were like, but it's really problematic because they release all of this pollen and there's nothing to receive the pollen. So that's why our allergies get so bad every year is because we have all of this pollen floating around and there's no female trees to receive the pollen. Therefore, our allergies are awful. So I thought that was super interesting because I was like, yeah, I could see that. Like, that's pretty interesting, actually. And I think it's also like such a disservice that when people were building cities they decided not to put in both male and female trees because like especially for like you know if you live further down south like fruit trees I'm just like man you think about it and you're like that could have helped to solve so much like hunger within the community that's really unfortunate I feel like it would also create a problem though because then they would have to pick up like rotting oranges off the sidewalks that is true definitely true One of the things that's like on my to-do list, living in an apartment, I really want to try to start growing like a lemon tree and like an avocado. I think they grow a bush. I don't think it's like a tree while I'm living in an apartment because they take like eight or so years to be able to produce fruit. So then I figure by the time I move into a house, I can plant it in the ground and I can have a fruit bearing tree slash bush if it doesn't die. Would they grow in your climate, though? That's what I've always wondered, though, is will they grow and produce fruit in your climate? Because I'm not convinced. I don't think they would, but a girl can dream. You know, maybe I'll make like a massive greenhouse and I'll keep it in the greenhouse and then I'll put like some dirt there and then I can grow it inside. No, I think if you had a greenhouse, you could totally do it. I just think if it was outside... I mean, I would love it, though. Okay, I did try the whole, like, grow your avocado thing a couple times. It's never worked. I've been so sad. I'm pretty sure you have to, like, have it, like, just barely touching water for a little bit. Because I've seen videos and they, like, just barely put it in, like, the water. And then it starts to grow roots and then they plant it. No, that's what I've tried and they've never grown roots. It's made me so sad. Oh, that is sad. Maybe I put too much of it in the water. Like, how barely? Like, just a little teeny bit, I think, because you got to make sure it doesn't rot. Right. They just never did anything. They just would sit there, and I'd be looking every day, and, like, nothing happened. I would love to have an avocado tree. They're so expensive. I know. I feel like they're not expensive for any reason other than they can be. If you grow avocados, let me know if there's something special that makes them so expensive, or if it's just, like, a supply and demand thing. You know what I mean? Like, I've always wondered if it's like, oh, all the millennials and their avocado toast, or if is it like, is it really hard and expensive to grow them? I don't know. But do you know what's one thing that I think makes me like a little bit mad is, you know how all of the avocados in our grocery stores here are like the nice little normal small avocado shape. Avocados can grow to be huge. Like they grow to be like big, big, big. And like, We never see any avocados that are like super long like that in our grocery stores here because the U.S. farming, supplying, whatever, and maybe even because of transport issues, I'm not sure. But I'm like, I want to try an avocado that's like really big one day. I just feel like I want to know, is it going to taste any different 
what is the deal? Why why do they look so different? That's so funny because I was thinking about how avocados from the store are too big because I hate the whole like I need to save half this avocado because I've tried like all the various ways of saving them. And I feel like none of them are as good as like a freshly opened cut into avocado. What I like to do to save my avocados is I just saran wrap it right over the top and that normally keeps them pretty well. I mean, I do that too, but then I also feel bad about using the plastic wrap. That's fair. I also heard a weird tip where like if you cut your avocado and then put it in like a Tupperware with a thing of onion. Really? Mm -hmm. Something else too was like, I forget where it is, but if you put like a certain fruit or vegetable next to another certain fruit or vegetable, it either like makes it ripen faster or makes it go bad faster. I can't remember which. So it's so interesting of like the whole like if you put the different things together, they do different things. Yeah, I feel like it'd be interesting to know like why that happens. You know, like what sort of like chemicals or whatnot are released? Would it be chemicals? I don't know. But like what's released in order to uh, make those changes occur? Yeah. I think I agree. I like the idea of growing things you can eat. Because growing flowers are pretty, but I feel like it's so much work because unless they're the the ones that pop up every year, it's like you have to do it all over again the next year. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, in terms of growing things, I would love to have a very functional garden. Like flowers and stuff. Yeah, that's nice. But I've never really been a big like grow flowers type of person. Like they're fine. They're nice. But I just like being surrounded by a ton of just like green, like so much green everywhere. And I feel like growing functional plants that I can eat would fulfill that need. See, I like flowers because I like color. I prefer them alive, like in a pot or in the ground. Speaking of, my mom gave me a little, you know, like one of those little like, I don't know, you see them at like grocery stores or whatever with like the little box with the little flowers in them. So she gave me some, I think they were pansies, but then I was a really bad plant mom and I don't think I watered them for like at least a week, week and a half. Then Kyle like looks at them and he's like, are those things okay? And they were so shriveled and so wilted and it was so sad and I was so sad. Oh no. I realized I didn't water them for like a week and a half. So then I poured some water on them and I was like, okay, I've heard plants bounce back. They're resilient. And they're looking so much better. Really? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I feel like whenever I try to bounce back my plants, they just resist and die more. So like the leaves are like pretty much all back. And then some of the flowers are still kind of shriveled up and die. But like most of them came back, which I didn't know if the petals would come back because they looked really shriveled and sad. Mm -hmm. But I'm so happy. That's awesome. So I will not wait another week and a half to water them again. <laughs> Do you have any other plants that you're currently growing? So I have a bamboo, which is the longest bamboo I've kept alive so far. It's been like two or three years. And then I also have a snake plant where like the middle of him's doing fine. Like he's growing up straight. But then there's one on the side that are kind of floppy and sad. And I want to trim them off, but I don't know how to. And I haven't looked it up yet. But I think I'll trim the sides of the floppy ones off and then put them in a bigger pot. Yeah, try that out. See how it goes. Because right now he's just in the plastic pot that he came in. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then there's an orchid. But I don't know anything about orchids, so I Kyle takes care of it. Yeah, I don't know much about orchids either. They're apparently really tough to grow. Oh, really? Yeah. They're very picky, but they're really pretty. 
They are. They're very, very pretty. I feel like I had an orchid that I got like from a grocery store or something in like one of those small little pots. It definitely died after like a month or so. Okay. So one of the temp jobs I worked, they had like essentially like a garden shop come and like put flowers everywhere and stuff like that. And so they keep them for like a certain amount of time, like I don't know, two weeks, a month. And then the guy comes back and gives them more. And so one day they had an orchid that nobody else wanted. And then I'm like, do you want it? So I took it back and it reflowered like two times, which Kyle says is like super hard. And like that thing, he eventually died. May he rest in peace. But that was like one of the best hardiest orchids. And I loved it. But I have no idea what the garden place was. So I can't get another one from them. There's like, okay, speaking of flowers and plants, there's this really cute flower shop that's like locally owned in my town. And I went there to get flowers for my grandma a while back. And their shop is so cute. They're so nice there too. They were like, okay, like, what's your price point? They were like, what are you looking for? What colors do you want? I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. So I feel like going to flower shops is just, If I had the money to buy the flowers all the time, I would. They're so pretty. Yeah. Are they like, do they have like ones in pots too? Or do they just do like the cut? I think they had ones in pots too. I think they had a couple that you could buy. I don't know that they were all necessarily flowers. I think they were like some like greenery type plants too. But yeah. So they had a whole bunch of flowers that you could buy. They had like little postcards. I don't know. It's just a really cute place. I was like, oh. I think another thing to consider on like indoor versus outdoor is that a lot of houseplants are poisonous to pets. And that can be a limitation because you're like, oh, I like it. But then it's like if your cat or dog eats it, that's not good. And then you're like not going to take a risk on that. So that's why I feel like also outdoor is good. Like once you have a house, because then you don't have to think about that. Yeah. You know, my uh my boyfriend his parents were farmers and uh i asked him once i was like well what do you think about like growing this type of plant he was like well i know my parents would probably just say you got to put it in the ground and just let it grow and so i always think it's so funny because i'm like man like i wonder how many of these plants would just grow so much better if i just put them in the ground i think you have to like test your ground co- like the soil composition but i feel like they're kind of meant to be grown in the ground mm-hmm. i know nothing about plants I know limited things. I have tried and killed many plants, so (laughs) I'm not very skilled at taking care of them, but I do like them. Ooh, I forget what it is. I think it's a, a, is it a rhododendron? I don't think that's right. I forget what it's actually called, but my mom has these bushes and they flower and they're so pretty. I want one of those. I like those too because they're like low maintenance because like once you put it in the ground, it just kind of stays there and then every spring it has flowers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have like rose bushes out in the front of our yard. They're okay. I don't know that I would plant rose bushes on my own though. I don't know. They're fine. They're just me. Do you know what I do really like though in terms of gardening is I love it when people have lawns that are not like lawn lawns. You know what I'm saying? Like not grass. What else would they be? So you can have clover lawns where it's just like a whole bunch of clovers and then you never have to mow the grass. But for clover lawns, they attract a lot of bees, which I'm like, I love clover lawns, but I hate bees. So I don't know how that would work, but they're really cute and you don't need to cut the grass at all. So they're super low maintenance 
supposedly because I was reading up on them, I think they come back year after year. But in the winter, you will definitely have just like brown in the front or back of your house wherever you have them. And then you can also have moss lawns, which I'm guessing would be better if you were like in a super shady area rather than like a super bright area. I feel like the whole brown problem also exists when you have grass, though, because you can always tell when someone has fake grass because it's like the middle of winter and they have a bright green lawn. (laughs) Wait, people have fake grass like that around you? Yeah, there's one place. One house I know. Yeah, they put like basically AstroTurf in their own yard. Ew. I'm sorry, but I I just I can't get behind having fake grass. It's just no, just no. And it gets so toasty. Well, I totally get behind the whole I don't want to mow the lawn, but I mean, it looks so fake. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, that would make me so sad. Like, it just feels like everything around you is artificial then because like you got your house, which is, you know, not a natural structure, if you will. And then you got your lawn which is also fake. I don't know. I think I would just be very sad. (laughs) I always like the idea of those places where you can rent goats and they come and eat your lawn. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me about this. I love that. I think that that's hilarious. But like, what if somebody stole the goat while it was eating your lawn? I mean, I think the goat company like stays. I don't think they do. They just drop them off. I don't know. I thought they would stay and watch them. I, see, I was just picturing they just drop them off and they're just like, go ahead and eat. But yeah, so I don't know. I feel like one day I'd really like to have an alternative to grass lawn. Like even if it's just ground cover or something, because I wonder if that would be like, you know, less bees. Because I do like the idea of an alternative lawn, but I don't like the idea of bees because bees, they terrify me again. Harken back to my uh, gardening story about why I didn't like gardening as a child. Did you find out about the goats? Okay, not to distract you, but this one website. I went to a different place because the one I was on sounded too commercial. Um, Anyway, one of the places I saw, one of the websites, I got really distracted because one of the tabs said hike with the goat. So now I'm looking up how to hike with a goat. That would be really cute. Okay, well, if you visit, we can go hiking with a goat. That would actually be amazing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. They're adorable. It's kind of like, have you ever tried goat yoga? It's like on my bucket list. No. Have you? Okay. I feel like, I don't know. Are their hooves like, do they hurt when they stand on you? No, because they're like baby goats. I guess we'd have to go to goat yoga and find out. Okay. Well, we'll have a whole goat themed day. We'll, We'll start with some goat yoga and then go on a goat hike. Yeah. And then have a goat come mow the lawn. It'll be perfect. We'll be surrounded by goats all day. Okay. Well, that will now go on my bucket list is hiking with a goat. I love it. I feel like that's a great bucket list activity. For sure would go. What you could do, though, if you don't want to spend a lot of money to rent a goat is you could get a goat. You could. And just let them out. Oh, yeah. Like raise your own goat and be like, all right, go graze. (laughs) Have fun. Yeah, you could have goat milk, make cheese. That sounds like a lot of work, but it sounds rewarding. People have chickens. I would rather have a goat. See, I would rather have a chicken because I feel like they're lower maintenance. Because like with the goat, you got to have like, that's a lot of goat poop to pick up. Like chickens you can have like in a smaller area, I feel like. And their poop is not as like big. But can you go hiking with your chicken? 
I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't have a pet chicken. But it's on my bucket list to get a pet chicken. Because I feel like, you know, I want, like, an animal that is, like, going to be helpful. Like, I could get eggs from the chicken. Yeah? That would be nice. There could be baby chicks, even. Which would be super cute. But also, like, I don't want it to be an animal that's, like, a typical, like, kill animal. Like, where I would have to you know, like kill the animal to eat it because that's not what I want to do. I don't want to kill an animal like that, which I feel like totally contradicts what I said about fish, but like, I feel like it's different, okay? It's different. But like, you know, I want an animal that like, I can just like let walk around like the lawn and it can do its own thing. I like how you want your like animals to be productive and I'm just like, I will take as many cats as I can. See, like, I can appreciate that, but I'm also, like, I want, like, productive animals because I'm, like, then if ever there was, like, an emergency situation, I would be more likely to survive said emergency situation. True, but you need emotional support in your emergency situation, and I don't think cuddling a chicken is going to do it for me. I think it would do it for me. I could have my chickens around me. It would be awesome. I don't think they would cuddle, though. I don't think they're going to, like, sit in your lap and cuddle you. I don't think they will, but, like, a baby chick, like, you could hold a baby chick, right? It might poop on you, but you could definitely hold it, and it'd be super cute still. I don't know. So I think part of me at one point, because one of my old high school English teachers got chickens, part of me wanted chickens, but now I'm like, well, A, I wouldn't, like, kill the chicken either. But B, like, I'm not even eating eggs as much now because I love that tofu scramble thing. And I'm like, I don't know. See, I'm like, I feel like eggs i eat frequently enough that i would i would be like yeah it'd be really nice to have a chicken so i could have some eggs that would be awesome that's kind of my two cents on it because like i feel like even though i'm not eating as much meat now it's like i still have like other things like i have eggs or etc unrealistically i would rather have a cow because a can't you use it as manure to fertilize your vegetable garden and b i like cheese better than eggs See, I feel like that makes sense. My thing, though, is, like, I don't think I'd want to go through the process of making cheese. Like, that just sounds like way too much work. And I don't think I like cheese enough that I'd want a cow. Because I don't think I like milk enough or cheese enough that I'd be like, yes, I want a cow. Like, I don't know. Okay, I definitely don't like milk enough, but I like cheese enough. But I thought you were going to say... We're not out here buying farms. We're just buying, like, residential lots. (laughs) I don't think you can put a cow on a residential lot. Well, it depends on where you live. If you live out in the countryside, you probably could. Yeah, but that makes it more like a farm. Am I really going to be living in the country? Sometimes I think about just going and living in the country, and I'm like, that sounds really nice. Sometimes I think about, well, you know, what if I just had, like, a small farm that just sustained myself? And then I could just do a small job on the side that would pay for just my taxes and my electricity and whatever other like small costs that I have. But I could mostly just take care of my farm and do other things that I enjoy doing. And I'm like, that, that would be ideal. See, the reason why I don't like rural in the middle of nowhere farms, you're talking about emergency situations. How fast is a fire truck or ambulance going to get to you if there's an emergency if you're in the middle of nowhere? Not very fast. Well, the way I see it, I'm probably not going to need an ambulance unless I'm dead. Or or what if your chicken rebels? If my chicken rebels, he can chomp off my finger and I'll still drive myself to the hospital. I don't care. Oh my gosh. 
But yeah, I don't know. I feel like anything that's like emergency, I feel like it would be something that I probably knew was coming. And I don't think I would have like any heavy machinery that could seriously injure or maim me. So I feel like I would be probably okay. The other thing, I like being hooked up to city plumbing. Another reason why I wouldn't live too rural. I don't like the whole, uh, it stores it in like a giant, like... Septic tank? Yeah. It grosses me out. Yeah, I could see that. I think we had a septic tank growing up, question mark. I'm not positive. They're totally not that big of a deal. But I don't know. I just like city plumbing. I like being hooked up to the grid. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, wait, then I don't think we had a septic tank because I don't think we ever had people come out to clean it out. So I think we've determined from this episode that you are more of a city person and I would not mind being stranded out in the middle of nowhere. I will visit you in the middle of nowhere. I just don't want to be living in the middle of nowhere. You know, sometimes, like when I was a kid, my dream life was to go and be completely isolated from society in the middle of the woods. So I can see that adult me has changed slightly because I kind of do want to be around stuff now. I'm like, oh, I kind of want to be in a place where I actually have things to do. But I feel like I could go one of two ways, either be around a city or be literally in the middle of nowhere. I don't think I don't think I'm much for uh, that in between. I just like not like I don't know. There's people who live in the middle of nowhere and they literally go grocery shopping like once a month because it's so far away. I could do that. Yeah, no, not me. Like if I didn't have any dairy products or anything that would like spoil that easily, as long as I had like, you know, my own food that I was growing. I could do like a once a month grocery trip. I feel like that would be fine. I feel like I could totally see you someday just like living off the grid. Like, dude, that honestly sounds kind of ideal. I feel like I would kind of like that. I feel like I would want to try living off the grid for like a month or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like completely off the grid. Okay, so I feel like there's I feel like there's two versions. There's like completely off the grid where you're like not allowed to use electricity at all. And then there's some people who I feel like do like a modified off the grid where they're not hooked up to the power grid, but they have like solar. Which kind are you? Ooh. I would say I'd probably need solar just because I like to make food once and then have leftovers. So for that reason, I would say I'd be the solar one because I think if I had to make food for every single meal, every single night, I would just get annoyed. <laughs> well, I guess you could go back to like the really old days and just cure everything with salt. <laughs> you could. You'd probably give yourself a heart attack, but you could. <laughs> I think they rinse it off. I don't know. But yeah, I feel like you would have to have some sort of electricity if you wanted refrigeration. Would you have like computers and TVs? I feel like yes, just because I would want to have the ability to like play music and stuff. Mm. So I feel like yes. But also, I would not be opposed to trying one completely without computers and TVs. Okay, so it's like this show. It's like Tiny House Nation, and sometimes the people are like, I want to live in a tiny house off the grid. But like, they'll do the things where like they have solar, or like if it's a more of a permanent tiny house, not when they move around. They'll have the giant things that collect the rainwater and stuff. I feel like that's more your vibe. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I feel like it would be, I feel like that'd be nice to try like at least for a month or so. You sound like someone who just really needs a break. <laughs> Like, you're like, I just want to go where nobody can contact me and just be in the middle of nowhere with my chickens. I don't even think it's that I need a break. I think it's just, I don't know. I think it'd just be nice to, like, just kind of get away from everything and just spend some time by myself for a while, you know? I don't know. Anyways, I feel like this has gotten kind of tangential. Should we wrap it up? Are there any closing thoughts that you had? Um, 
my preference for a garden would be one where I can hire a gardener. That's my hot take. I feel like that's fair because, you know, it is a lot of work to maintain a garden. So I'll give you that. I think that's fine. At least for like, because I want flowers. So at least for like the flower part, like maybe I'd grow the vegetables myself, but like the flower maintenance, I can't. I don't have time for that. I also don't like being outside enough. That's fair. I feel like being outside is like, some days I like it and some days I don't. So it just kind of depends on the day. Thanks for joining us. Our next book club is going to be The Gunkle by Stephen Rowley. And that episode will be dropping on June 6th. We hope you enjoyed this episode on gardening. Love to hear what you would do with your own garden. Send us a DM on our Instagram or send us an email. Don't forget to rate Zillennials Podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can find us at Zillennials Podcast on Instagram or email us at zillennialspodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to hit the subscribe button and stay a while. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Oh, 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 oh,